it's so the spaceship launches behind Dan. Dan, why do you have a flying penis behind you? <laughs> we did that joke last time. We've no, done that joke the last two times. It's funny to do it again. <laughs> podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I am PDL, like it says on the screen. And uh, today we are doing another episode in our Unicorn series. Uh, this time, since we're all remote, we're all going to be doing... Uh, Buffalo Trace mash bill number two of various types. Uh, so come, I'll come be to, doing... Uh, oh, go ahead. Come to find out, it's really hard to find three of the same unicorn bottle in three different parts of the <laughs> yeah. U.S. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, we have some that all three of us have. Some, but not many. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do Elmer, T. Lee, uh, and Blanton straight from the barrel. Um, so I'm only going to have a little bit of the Elmer because I really like that one. Elmer is so good. Yeah. I'm going to do Rock Hill Farms. Boom. Nice. I'm going to do probably one of the least known Buffalo Trace mash bill products. And that is yeah. the double apostrophe. Whoops. Double Hancock's, apostrophe bottle. Hancock's President's Reserve. Dude, it's great. I mean, it's so classy with the gold label and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the classic old school look straight from this. Like feels like you're in a bar yeah. in the '60s, smoking yeah, the, your cigarette. The, the Wisconsin That's Supper a good Club. Way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, so anyway, before we get into the whiskey, there's a developing story um, that kind of started back in January, I think. Uh, at, yeah, on the Justin side, yeah, but Buffalo. It sounds like Sazerac's been on it for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Dan actually brought this up today. Um, it's pretty interesting. So uh, there's a store, or a couple stores, in uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky called Justin's House of Bourbon. And uh, fairly recently, I think, was it January 28th that they got raided? Yeah, uh, so probably earlier. I, I, was, I was just actually looking down on my phone at Instagram because I followed them on Instagram, and I saw when it was starting to develop. Yeah, so um, anyway... Uh, it seems as though uh, both stores, I believe, were raided um, by the Treasury Department of all places. <laughs> um, and it seems to have to do with some sort of alcohol taxation violation. Because um, it seems that, allegedly, <laughs> Justin's House of Bourbon was shipping whiskey to Washington, D.C., where there's a law that allows you to sell alcohol online without a physical storefront, I think, is, mm-hmm. is the rule. Yep. Um, and so they were shipping these massive shipments of mostly uh, Sazerac products to Washington, D.C., and then selling them online, probably at hideous markups. Um and then uh, somebody must have caught wind of it, and uh, meaning some government agency, um, which I, I think it was originally the Kentucky Alcohol Bureau. Yep. Um, and then eventually they roped the feds in uh, and raided them. Uh, 
at some point in January. Yeah, they raided them in January and then a second time not too long ago. So besides the fact that, and when we talk about a lot of quantity, we're talking over 600 cases of Blanton's uh, was like one shipment or some pallets and pallets of whiskey. Um, <laughs> on top of that, though, they also had a bunch of liquor that a uh, Buffalo Trace products that aren't even sold in the states; they're sold in the Europe market. And they had a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, they found out, or someone had said that worked there, that they were getting them from someplace in the Netherlands, uh, which since last November, Sazerac has been finding that there has been a lot of counterfeit whiskeys of theirs coming out of the Netherlands. So now the big concern on top of all the other legal stuff is were people going there spending $300 for a bottle of Blanton's that's possibly, allegedly, whatever we can say to make sure we're not on libel or anything, (laughs) is uh, possibly fake Blanton's that people spend a bunch of money on. Yeah, so, I mean, you you have the potential of, like, flooding the market with all these counterfeits. Um, And because of the current state of the whiskey market and particularly Sazerac products I'm sure that they were probably way overpricing this Blanton's um, if it's coming from the Netherlands it's probably yeah. uh, they were probably even like pricing it even higher because it's some kind of like you know, European yeah, an import. model bullshit yeah. type thing um, so yeah it, I mean it seems as though uh, not only just the like uh, disregard for you know the like online uh, selling and uh, like taxation stuff surrounding the movement of products to DC but then you also throw in this potential counterfeit <laughs> operation in the Netherlands it's like yeah no kidding it's not yeah. very good PR no <laughs> no and one of, one of my favorite quotes from the article so one of the federal investigators that's now in this was also already working on the Netherlands one of the Sazerac had a quote that said Sazerac product is more lucrative than heroin right now yeah Dude, which makes, yeah which is insane and kind of disgusting to think about yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it is disgusting to know and think that he came to this point you know that a product that's legal to the to the still to make to drink to buy to share just came to this point that you're paying thousands of dollars for a bottle that's on the market initially at 65 oh yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's including this uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) for real um yeah yeah that's that's it i i follow them on instagram and i i um i came across the statement i don't know if you guys follow them like when they released that statement, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And then I started looking into the news stories and like, oh man, I think there's like three district attorneys after them. Did they? Yeah. Uh, so what did their statement say? Uh, we, we were thankful for, <laughs> yeah, it was like we're we're super thankful for the outpouring of support in this difficult time. We're fully cooperating with the authorities. We have not done anything wrong. Blah blah blah. We continue to. We'll continue to update you, and thanks for for your support. 
sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It was well done. I mean, I I yeah. work in that, so I was like, oh, this is oh, actually yeah. a really good statement. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that is like, let's let's say that after the investigations found out that they were selling counterfeit Blantons for for large sums of money, um, we've talked about some bourbons where. I, we, we've all done it and I'm sure we'll all do it again where there's a bottle that you really 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 want and you yeah. know you're hardly probably ever never going to see it in a store and we do know of some places that have good credentials online that you can go if there's that one bottle that you want no matter what mm-hmm. um, we've mentioned a couple of the different big online ones that we say have very strong reputations well if this turns out to be fake they had a really really good reputation and name that you never thought they'd be counterfeit yeah. so now it yep. again goes back to I, I i think when you like we were all there when we first started out you yeah you overpay a lot oh, to yeah. get something that you know is that you want well man if we know that we've talked about it a long time ago too that there's a counterfeit market out there and we were talking more of like the pappies and some of the very very yeah. high-end stuff but i mean this yeah. is I mean, this is all the way going down to what retails as a $65 bottle of Blanton's possibly being counterfeit now, too. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous, man. Really sad, sad times that we live in. Well, and I mean, I if you're b- going to make counterfeit, you don't counterfeit hundreds. You counterfeit fives and twenties. Yeah, you, 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 have, a, <laughs> yeah, you, have, a, you have a good operation going. You have a yeah. lot of experience in that, Jake? No, just f- for the NSA <laughs> listening, I do not have a counterfeiting where operation. Where are all those empty Blanton's <laughs> bottles you have in the background? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's interesting. <clears throat> um, and and again, it, a lot of these were, I mean, it was mainly Blanton's, or the big ones were Blanton's, Weller, and then Larceny were the top yeah. three um, that they're talking about. But, I mean, they were talking thousands of cases uh that are i mean what seems to be the most the the biggest thing that's going to come out of this is they're sounds like they might have been illegally shipping stuff to out of to states that they shouldn't have been yeah it also sounds like they might have been importing stuff from other countries back into the country illegally yeah um and then there's also the possibility that they were importing counterfeit products too so a lot of things going on there and of course yeah we've talked about sazerac's other lawsuits so here's something else that they're involved in oh yeah um, but yeah. one of the reasons that they're always the name out there is because they're pretty much one of the most coveted names in in whiskey yeah in, yeah. in the states um so i guess you are you're gonna become a lightning rod for everything oh yeah oh yeah people will come after you for um, sure. So before we uh, move on to what we're drinking tonight, I uh, I saw, I can't find it now. Uh, well, hold on, I have it on my phone. But uh, there was a story from a local Kentucky outlet. Um, Is it like a, like a local station? That it's like, a, I think it's a local... Um, it says it's called Lexco Eat. Oh, interesting. Oh, uh, it's the Lexington I... Herald Leader. I want to give him credit because this is kind of funny. So nice. uh, it said that um, the, you know, Kentucky uh, uh, 
bureau was kind of onto them. So an undercover ABC agent went into Justin's house of bourbon <laughs> and uh, asked asked for a particularly you know hard to find bottle. Um, and the they had one, so he said, "Hey, are you able to ship this out of state?" And the guy who was working there said, "No." Um, so then he was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Do you want to you know have a couple drinks with me?" So he popped the bottle. They were drinking a little bit, and then as they're you know just chit chatting or whatever, uh, the employee goes, "Well, you know, I can uh, ship that to DC, and then we can ship it wherever you want." Oh man! So and he walked yeah. right into the trap. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Dude, so, that sucks. Yeah. The 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 old honeypot trick. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever accept bourbon from a stranger. <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. We'll, well see what we'll happens. S- I'm gonna keep an eye on that story. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what unfolds. It's not gonna be yeah. anything that happens quickly. I mean, this sounds like yeah, it's no. pretty pretty deep, and it's gonna take. It'll be a while tied up in yeah in litigation and everything. For sure. Yeah. Well, story. After, after talking about that, let's talk about hard to find Buffalo Trace products that you can sometimes only find at online stores yeah. <laughs> and shady websites to get it shipped in from. Luckily, yeah. all of ours that we're gonna be talking about. We have gotten from a store that we know the owner at or uh, other means where it's come straight from a liquor store uh, that we know had received it the correct way. Yep. Jake, since you're doing two, do you want to do one first? Then we can come circle back to you. Yeah. So I'm drinking Elmer T. Lee first. Um, Again, these are all Buffalo Trace mash bill number two. Um, I think the only differences really between these are what warehouse they're aged in and how for how long and what floor they're on and the proof it comes out at yep so uh elmer is a pretty light colored whiskey um it's in that area of like straw or like gold um if you're on youtube you can kind of see it um it comes in at exactly 90 proof um and it is a single barrel. Um, a lot of these mash bill twos are single barrels. Yeah. Um, all the ones we're trying tonight are, I believe. Yeah, I think right? just Ancient yeah. Age might be the only one. So mash bill two, real quick, is Ancient Age is your cheapest one. Yep. And then you're going to have uh, the biggest well-known one is Blanton's. You're going to have Rock Hill. You're going to have Hancock's. And then you're going to, like, your Blanton straight from the barrel, Your El- all the other Blanton's, and then your Elmer T. Lee or Mashville too, which is their high rye, which is somewhere between about 12 to 15% rye is what yeah. is preliminary thought of. Yeah. Um, so on the nose, I'm getting some like citrusy kind of like orange peel, lemon peel, um, very light notes. Uh, it's not very heavy on like the wood or anything. Um, if there is a wood note, might be a little bit of like a, kind of like that cedar smell maybe oh yeah oh that would be man i love that smell yeah i am a fan i love elmer tilly i i like the it's got a sourness to it that's yeah, a slight it's like slightly sour it's the only one that's explicitly labeled a sour mash as far as yeah. i know yeah um but 
Also, as far as I know, I believe all of these are sour mashes. So uh, it, <laughs> I don't know old. why they call this one yeah. out specifically. Yeah, because yeah, they're all the sour mash. Uh, but that one does, you know, Elmer, in my opinion, it, it, it does have a nice sour taste to it, like especially in the finish. The finish is like, it's got a slight sour taste to it. So it it's very subtle notes, but I love that. And yeah, like I mean, it's just so complex. Right up front, there's a lot of like, um, kind of like bread, mm-hmm. like sourdough kind of bread notes, and um, a lot of that like malty cereal kind of oh, stuff yeah. um, that quickly fades into um, pretty sweet. That corn forward, um, typical bourbon notes. You get the oak uh, yeah. lingers for a long time in the finish. Um, you know, it's ninety proof, so it's really smooth. Uh, really easy to drink. Um, yeah, I mean, this is probably one of my favorite whiskeys ever. It's just, Agreed. it's just so good. Jake, was I with you the first time you ever tried Elmer? Was I the one that introduced you to that at that one bar right outside the old sushi place we used to go to? I think it, I think so. Um, that was, man, that was what? Probably. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. That was probably three or four years ago because they they always had it there. Um, yeah. which was rare and it was like I want to say it was like 16 or 18 dollars for a pour it was before everything started to get crazy stupid expensive it wasn't yeah. horrible um, yeah times have changed it might have been five years ago now that I think about it Damn. yeah because that was uh, we hadn't known each other that long no for whatever dinner we went there for yeah I can't remember why we, we went to that sushi place and I said hey we should either go before or after the bar right down there because they have a good whiskey selection yeah um and Which that was one? the first uh it's it was Barrington. it was oh, right it, by that pl8 restaurant it used to be called Re- it it's called oh, the one Regions you took us to now i don't know if you were ever there roberto i don't think you were around at pl8 uh, you, we, you took me and Lindsay like our first day our first weekend oh in, we went to plate but i don't think i think we might have went to that region bar but they didn't have it then because no was, no yeah i'm in mean, I mean the sushi place yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay that was a good sushi place yeah, no, I never went to a bar next to that. We only you only took me to the one where Climedia started out there in <laughs> <laughs> like like past uh where ooh, it what started. That word is. <laughs> yeah. that, it, that's not that could state. be a factual <laughs> statement. <laughs> uh I forget the town. Yeah, that is place in... looks like somebody's like kill cabin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh man. Dude. Hey, you know what? We've had Weller 12 and Weller CYPB there for. Yeah, she's like, very, very, very low. Weller price. 12 from the garage. Yeah. Well, yeah. Me and, me and a Daniel legitimate garage. <laughs> like uh, the Weller 12 garage. was in a legitimate yeah. garage. She went yeah. out, opened the garage door, grabbed yeah. a bottle of Weller 12, <laughs> shut the garage door. Not even a push button, like a old push up, pull down pull it up, garage yeah. door. Yeah. Well, I mean, when did we go, Dan? On like a Sunday at like noon? It was right before your wedding, I think, because that was like, <laughs> I think it was like a week or two before your wedding. Yeah. Um, Get some CYPB before the wedding. Yeah, we just, we went, we stopped in there. I don't remember. We might have gone shooting earlier or something. I th- Yeah, I think we were at the gun nice. range and we and came then, back. Uh, yeah, so we, we rolled in there. It's literally just us and the bartender. And <laughs> and uh, Dan's like, yeah, uh, we want to get some Weller CYPB. And the guy's like, yeah, okay. Like, puts the glass sleeveless, on. sleeveless, but yeah, not a sleeveless t-shirt, a t-shirt that he ripped the sleeves off of. Yeah. 
and he's oh, just man, pouring, eyeballing it. And Dan's like, wow, that's a big pour. And he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's 35 bucks. It seems like you should get a lot for 35 bucks. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's, Is that what I it think, was for the shot? It, I mean, it was probably a two-ounce two pour for 35 yeah. bucks. Damn. Um, that's not too bad we, for CYPB. We sat outside on the patio because I told – I think I explained it to you, Jake, that – the bathroom smell of HPV is the oh only way God. I could describe yeah. that bar. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, I didn't have to go to the bathroom when we went. I was, I was at a good place there. I did not have to visit it. Which th- that that uh, Weller CYPB was actually one of the few whiskeys that I've like actually disliked. Oh, that's interesting. That yeah. one was very butterscotch and marshmallow. Yeah, it was way too... Was it really? butterscotch for me mm-hmm. i just like i wonder if it was it. Same i like his mine i like yeah, dan really likes it i gotta open mine at some point i'm, I'm tired of holding on to them the yeah. other elmer story that i that uh you guys weren't around for is i was at a blind tasting at gold eagle Ooh. and the first round we got our pours and the first one i tried i'm like this is probably one of the best whiskeys i've ever tried it a gold eagle blind taste and the second one was shit <laughs> and so jake's coming around taking our our and our table was unanimous a it was, was way one. better than yeah than b and it was me and julia and then two people we didn't know that were just getting into bourbon and when was this uh a couple months ago nice it was, it was for like the November, lake county whiskey it was the lake county whiskey club one. Oh, yeah. oh that's um awesome. And I just remember, like, the two guys at our table weren't big into it, but they're like, yeah, A's a lot better. Like, you yeah. guys are describing all these flavors, but we like A a lot better. And it was funny because once we, uh, once they did the reveal, Jake Jake was like, well, it was a close tally. It was, like, 23 to 12. It was pretty close. And, and I'm like, that's not close at all. And we found out <laughs> A was Elmer. And, like, the next one, it was, like, 21 to 15 and he's like this is a blowout i'm like wait how is this a blowout and the other one was farther apart but wasn't was close that's hilarious he was just trying to put his little spin on it yeah well he has a particular dislike for buffalo trace products yeah i don't think it's a liquor store owner and everyone's just hassling you constantly oh my god no (laughs) yeah that would be so freaking annoying pass pass on that all right well Uh, who's up next Roberto, can go you next. tell us about Rock yeah. Hill? Uh, you know what would be super interesting to do one of these days, by the way? Or it would be nice to do it in person. But like a Mashville 2 bracket, even though there's only, what, five? But just pit them against each other and see blindly, like a, bl- a blind bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see what Mashville 2 ends up winning. What if it was like Ancient Age or something? <laughs> Which I'm a big <laughs> fan of. I mean, that thing's best $12 I've ever spent. Um, but anyway, so speaking of Mashville 2, mine is... Oh, wait. Hold on. I got a surprise for you. Oh, surprise. I like surprises. Here we go, baby. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. I picked you. up some ancient age at Sam's. That's $12. I, I picked up two just because this lady has been running out. Um, <laughs> Rock Hill Farms, single barrel. This one, also a Mashville 2, since that, well, that's what we're doing, unicorns. Uh, I got it in Dallas from my Dallas guy. At the time, when I started getting into bourbon, this is three years ago, 
and he sold it to me for like eighty-five dollars. I mean, it was something ridiculous. Well, that's not bad. It's supposed to be like fifty, sixty, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not bad at all because right now you can't find it for less than like three hundred. Oh, you Um, meant ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like (laughs) ridiculous that he didn't mark it up to like three hundred or three fifty. Yeah. Um, so. I got a bottle, and then he called me like a week later. He's like, dude, I got another one if you want to scoop it up. I'm like, heck yeah. So mm-hmm. I have two bottles. I, this one's this is the one I opened back in Dallas, actually, I think. And I think I drank some of it with you guys. Yeah, I've had some of that bottle. Yeah, we tried that. Yeah. Um, it's a similar profile to Elmer T. Lee, and I wonder what the difference is. Like, you know, you don't know where in the warehouse it's, it's, uh, it's stored. So that may be definitely something that has an effect on it and, and of course uh, the temperature uh, humidity etc but the, it's it's a very similar profile to Elmer T. Lee uh, this one is not on the nose it's, it's sweet it's like orange peel maraschino cherries it's like cookie dough with butter nice. to some extent it's like it's got a very nice buttery um, nose and then on the palate, it's the same thing. It's like orange peel with cereal. And I don't, I, I don't know what kind of cereal, but it's got like almost like a granola taste to me in a really good way. Uh, and again, I, I, I taste some maraschino uh, cherries in it. Very, very smooth. Again, it's, it's like, it's almost like you're drinking cognac. That's how, you know, the level of sweetness in Rockville Farms is like when you try cognac or brandy, that's really sweet. This is not as sweet, of course. It's still a bourbon, but it has like notes of cognac and brandy, which is to me, it's great. This is I love this whiskey. Uh, and then the finish, you, it leaves you with a really nice spice, uh, but ob- definitely not overpowering by any means. Ob- obviously, because it's only like what 15, 18 percent rye. I forget what the 12 to 15. Somewhere 12 to 15. They don't disclose, but you know they they think it's 12 to 15. And uh, but it leaves you with a very nice lingering spice that's almost like if you you know like when you have some cinnamon it leaves a spot like a cinnamon spice in your mouth for for a little while that's what it you know, it, it reminds me of which i think it's great like a little cinnamon in the finish um easy to drink i mean if you find a bottle for a reasonable price you'd be dumb not to get it and by reasonable i i, I probably wouldn't pay more than like today i wouldn't pay more than like 180 for it but if somebody came to still today and said like, "Hey, 180," because I'm not in any big list like you guys are on you know, the Binnies and the Gold Eagles, um, I would probably still buy it for like about 180. <coughs> so yeah, I highly recommend it. It's a great pour. I'm drinking it in my my lemon green whiskey glass uh, that we went to. I can talk about that after we <coughs> go through our whiskeys. Uh, but in essence, on Saturday, we went to Garrison's Brothers for a 9.30 a.m. tour. <laughs> 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 and then Milam and Green. And then we stopped at Chaplin's, which is it's a micro distillery here in San Antonio. Uh, I'll, I'll talk nice. more about that because it was a great day. But one thing before I turn it over to Dan <laughs> is that I've been, I've been smelling, like, uh, smell, taste, well, not tasting. I've been tasting it right. I've been smelling whiskey <laughs> the wrong way. And at Garrison's brother during the tour, the guy who was really good, he knew everything. I mean, he was assistant distiller. He, he knew the whole operation. So he's like, all right, how do, how do you uh, try, how do you smell whiskey to get the notes on the nose? 
because then everybody's like well we put it like here on our nose and then you just take a you know <laughs> take a wet and then <laughs> the guy's like okay well i'm going to show you the right way to uh smell whiskey and he said of course you know just let the oxygen in as, as we know as we know like put it right here under your nose not touching your face but like over your like on your lip like your mouth is outside of the of the glass and then you breathe through your mouth not your nose and he makes such a big difference i had never done that oh, that's interesting uh you know even at buffalo trace they didn't teach us that and the guy's like everybody does it wrong you put it here like not touching like not covering any part of your mouth and then you just breathe through your mouth and you'll get all the tones from the whiskey and if you do that you can actually feel the cereal and the orange peel in this one probably not as you know it's not as pungent as when you do it through your nose because that's what he's doing he's like if you're smelling it through your nose all you're doing is destroying your sinuses because of the alcohol like do it through your mouth and then your nose will pick up the notes and it's absolutely true so I didn't know that. Dan probably does because now he's a distiller. Um, but uh, that was an eye-opening move that Garrison's <laughs> brothers taught me. So nice. cheers on that. Cheers. Thank thanks. you for the informative lesson, Roberto. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do it that way, but thanks. Yeah, I I know, was, I've, been, I've been doing it both. I thought, I thought he was going to go back to the way when he used to, like, curl his lip, like, way up yeah. in there like that and get the buck teeth out <laughs> and, like, have... Uh, oh. It really does make a difference, though. Uh, it's really good. Anyway, back well, to Well, my mash bill, too, is probably the least known one on it. I got this the other week. I've had it once before. Um, it is Hancock's... I can't just look at the camera. Hancock's President's <laughs> Reserve, single barrel. Uh, again, one thing I want to say about Buffalo Trace is I... They don't have a bad bottle design or bottle shape. I think all of their... They have that very classy look to them with everything that they do. Yeah, um, I've said a bunch of times I think this belongs on a supper club shelf in Wisconsin. Yeah. From the looks of it. Um, but it, it's weird. So I wanted to do some research on it because it's probably the least known one we're going to talk about. And there's very little research to be done because there's very little information on it. So much so that it's not even on Buffalo Trace's website. Right. You have to look on Sazerac's website to find information yeah. on it. Um, All I really know is Lee Hancock is what it's named after, and he found Lee's Town, Kentucky, and that's where Buffalo Trace is at. So they have no idea. No one really knows why it's Hancock's President's Club. It's eighty-eight point nine proof. One of the lower proof. One of the lowest proof. Yeah. Buffalo Trace products out there. Um, same What's as the Buffalo other one. Buffalo Trace, 90? I don't know. I thought maybe it was 94, but Elmer's 90, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Elmer, Elmer's, yeah, and I didn't I didn't cover the proof on mine, but it's 100. Uh, I thought Buffalo's 94. That's, I thought it was somewhere it Sounds there. good. It sounds right. That's yeah. how much uh, Weller is 94? Or No, I think Weller's 90, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So just special reserve, yeah. Yeah. Um. Color on this, again, super light. Uh, kind of more of that straw color. Um, really, there's not a lot to this one. Um, it's very, it's a very basic whiskey. I don't want to take anything away from it. I like it. I would buy another bottle at retail again. 
Uh, but it's mainly just vanilla and oak. Uh, maybe like a little bit of pear on it. But that's about it on the nose. The palette is very vanilla forward and then there's really not much of a finish. Uh, it is a lower proof. Um, I know we've talked a lot. Uh, my proof, I like the 110 to 120 range is where, normally where I prefer a bourbon, so this is quite a bit lower. Yeah. Um, it's a very easy... I know Jake, I brought it to Jake's Super Bowl party. It's super easy to drink just because there's not much to it. It's Yeah. There, there's, there's no lingering finish, so people that don't like whiskey because of the, the heavy spice at the end or the burn at the end there's there's none of that here um it's down once it's in and down the hatch it's on to the next sip um it's a 60 some dollar bottle retail uh i think that's fine where it's at i there's a lot of other 60 dollar bourbons i'd rather have than this um yeah but seeing people spending 200 300 online for it not worth it uh but again i can understand it because this is probably the one you see. I'd say this and Rock Hill are probably almost I see less than Elmer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and everything else. So yeah. it's just, they almost treat it like a, like it's not even their product. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I know. Um, it's I, like I, ancient I, age, same thing. Like, you know, yeah. they, they don't advertise it or anything. You, right. have to, you just have to know. I mean, I like it. It's, I, I think it's a fine, it's, it's, it's almost like a great beginner whiskey. Or one yeah. to get you to get into whiskey. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you're a beginner trying to get into whiskey, you're never going to come across this bottle. No. Right. Um, <laughs> no. Maybe you get lucky. Who knows? Maybe you get lucky. Um, there's There are lots of plenty of stories of, what, one someone at work walked into a grocery store and they had CYP, uh, CYPB on the shelf and they got oh it at retail. God. So um, you never amazing. know. You never know. Yeah. Always look. You walk into the jewel, always look in the case. They may have something. Yeah. But it, it's it's fun. I'm glad I got it, too, because this rounded out my... I've now had all the Buffalo Trace Mash Bill 2s minus all the different Blanton variations. Um, Dang. How many, where did you get your Rock Hill? I, I've had... I said I've had Rock Hill. I, I don't have a Rock Hill. I had your Rock Hill. Oh, you I've mean I like tried, tried it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've tried yeah, them all. Yeah. I don't have them all. Yeah, um, okay. I also like Mash Bill 2 just because that's the whiskey barrel I have. That's my whiskey cabinet. The yeah. same one that you yeah. have is... Yeah, the, the mash bill too. So would I like to eventually get a Rock Hill Farms for that? Yeah, am I going to overpay? No, but if I same as your situation, I would pay one eighty for a Rock Hill Farms to complete the collection out. Yeah, yeah, um, one eighty. Don't pay more than one eighty. But otherwise, again, it's a ripoff. At retail, Hancock's Presidents Club is worth it. Is it the best sixty dollars bourbon? Not by far, but is it a good easy drinker? Interesting. Yeah, I'd take it. I have never drank it. I've never had it. I've never seen it. I just actually recently learned about it. Me too. Yeah. I, I knew about it a couple months ago when someone brought it into work. Yeah. It's the first I'd ever seen it. I learned about it just uh, when I started to follow a bunch of whiskey accounts late last year. And somebody was like, oh, this is Hancock's precedent. So I'm like, oh, wow. Good to know. Yeah, me and Dan tried it. And I echo the same you know, things that Dan said. Um, it is very easy drinking um, for the how sought after it is and how difficult to find it is i was actually pretty disappointed <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of the reason that, why it's difficult to find is because i don't think they make hardly any of it <laughs> yeah Man, no, i think I it's such it. a small production and I, i'm just guessing that with the proof of it being close to elmer 
it's probably stuff that didn't have enough the spice and some of the other flavor notes that you get out of Elmer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, this is a good bourbon. That's just prove it down a little bit farther and sell it as something different. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad by any stretch, um, but you know, it, it's like, you know, you wanna, you want the hyped up thing to be as good as the hype. So, <laughs> ooh, is that a forecast into next week's episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so preview for next week. We're going to be talking about overhyped bourbon and the repercussions <laughs> of giving into the hype. <laughs> not, so yeah, not that we have personal experience on this at all. Teaser. Uh, yeah. 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 No, we'll but share I our I, own uh, personal story regarding overhyped products. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll talk teaser, about teaser. it in general in the market. So, yeah. Yeah. Tune in next week for that. Um, so yeah, so now I've got the uh, blend straight from the barrel. Uh, so this is like ten times darker. Yeah, I was gonna say Elmer. that looks that looks like Coca Cola <laughs> compared to the last one. Yeah, it's that it, it's a little bit darker on camera than it is in real life. But I mean, it's this looks like uh, like barrel proof whiskey. Um, the nose actually is really tame. Um, it has a lot of the same notes that Elmer did. It's just they're kind of like um, not as present, which is interesting for a barrel proof. Right. Um, but like this, uh, it it noses like a 90 proof whiskey, but this is a 130 proof whiskey. Um, Jeez. So it's just 65 percent <laughs> alcohol. Um, so yeah, on the palate, uh, it's like huge, you know, oak. Um, some of that same uh, Elmer uh, and some of the other notes that we've all described are in this one. Um, there's definitely some of that sour, a little bit of that um, bread, and then that sweet rolls through about midway. Uh, and this one has a really nice oaky finish. Um, this is actually like pretty damn good whiskey. Um, I was a little hesitant uh, because I've had some Blantons that are like absolutely fantastic that are like uh, chocolate chip cookie vanilla bombs. Um, and then some Blantons that are like at utter trash. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was a little worried because I definitely overpaid for this bottle. I don't remember what I paid for it, but I bought it online <laughs> for sure. Um, I think I actually bought this one from Flaviar. Um, so I probably paid like 300 bucks for it, which is about standard for a straight from the barrel online these days. It might even be more now because this was like at least a year ago that I bought this. Um, but it's uh it's actually very tasty um i'm actually pretty pleased with it this one's actually from warehouse h which i think is the one that we went into yep that's the one that they took us into where the pappies are um damn i'm jealous man i wish we were doing this episode in person (laughs) yeah i mean the the mouthfeel on this one is like maple syrup too yeah it's really thick it's really good I am jealous. Uh, although, yeah, I'm really enjoying my Rock Hill. So I'm glad we did a unicorn because I haven't had this one since we tried it back in in Illinois. 
Jake, so question then, do you prefer the Elmer or the Blanton straight from the barrel? Um, it's really tough. They're so they're very very different. Um, I'll give it to Elmer just because um this one has all the advantages of being barrel proof and not being watered down at all. Um where like Elmer still has pretty incredible flavor for being 90 proof. So yeah. I think I I mean it's been a while since I've tried the Rock Hill. Um I don't think when I tried it though that it had passed Elmer for the mash my no, favorite mash bill too. I agree. Um, I agree with that. Yes, I, you you didn't particularly care for Rock Hill, right? When we tried it, I think I thought it was fine, but I like. It, I mean, we've tried. We, we so tried many. a lot of things that night that were way better, <laughs> from what I remember <laughs> yeah, we too. <laughs> we like had a good night, that night. We did yeah. it for science, though, guys. We didn't do it yeah. for any other reason but for it science. Was, it was all scientific experiment. <laughs> um, that's the most that important night. thing. Yeah. Um, hey, by the way, Rebecca Creek Distillery follows Bourbon Matters now. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I want to go there when we come down and visit. Seems like a cool place. You, yeah, man, you love that place because um, it reminds me, well, never mind. I was going to say it reminds me of Barnstormers, but it is a significantly bigger operation. <laughs> um, but... Um, it reminds me of that atmosphere. It's like a small distillery. Everything's done is done there. The distilling, the warehousing, uh, and then they have the the bar indoors and outdoors. They have games. They have darts, bags, and they have a band Wednesday through Sunday, and and all the tables outside. And they normally have food trucks in there. So it's it's great. Nice. It's it's a really good atmosphere. Uh, I like their whiskeys. I'm actually gonna go to. They're releasing the their BIB in february actually i think it's like in a week or so oh, cool. um so they're releasing their bib i'm really excited because it, it it's a newer distillery and you know they were they were doing a lot of kentucky and mgp bourbons oh, okay uh whiskeys they were just you know, finishing them and bottling them and this bib is one of it's one of their first uh nice. juices so that's cool well if it's good uh send me some essential oils yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Um, that's that's going to be cool. So that's nice. I don't know why they follow us. Maybe they want to get on their podcast. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really Well, cool. don't you know someone down there that you can talk to, Roberto? Uh, I Not at Rebecca you are You are the talent here, so you should be able to. <laughs> so, you know, the the main dudes haven't been there. The, the times that I've been to Rebecca Creek, it's normally just the bartenders and the tour guides. Um. But when I, I think I mentioned when I went to Devil's River downtown San Antonio. Oh yeah, that's right. The the son of the owner of Devil's River was telling me it's like my dad started Rebecca Creek, sold his oh, shares, okay. and now he started Devil's River. Um, so I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I gotta go back to Devil's River and hang out with them. Uh, so yeah, so that's exciting. Um, I know we're moving. I'm moving away from the the mash bill twos, but I did want to talk about. Garrison no, I Crowther. think. Yeah, let's go ahead. I think we talked about him. I'm not sure there's anything else we need to really talk about with yeah. Nashville, yeah. too. I'd say think, uh, tell us about your adventures. Yeah. Yeah. So, Saturday, uh, we went to Garrison's Brothers. Uh, we did a 9 30 tour. It was a little early to drink. 
um, we, we did three distilleries that day and I mean we got pretty toasted enough to uh, it was it was six of us enough to when we uh, they dropped us off at the house we finished the Pappy 12 <laughs> <laughs> it's always oh, a man. great thing to do is when you're hammered oh, yeah. drink the most expensive bourbon you have we're gonna find yeah that's what I told everybody the next day I'm like oh man we should have reserved that for a day well, the um, great thing about Roberto is the the more drunk he gets, the more expensive bottles he starts soaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. Oh man, we fin- it still had a quarter of a bottle. I mean, it still had plenty, and uh, we finished it at night. It was great. I, I you know, we were sober enough because we went to get tacos um, before. We were sober enough to to appreciate it. So anyway. So we went to Garrison's property. That's a good tour. I recommend their property. It's it's really nicely done. It's in the Texas Hill Country. The guy, uh, Mr. Garrison, I forget his first name. He he was <laughs> the quick story is that he was a marketing executive at Enron, and when Enron went, what happened to Enron? <laughs> exactly. So when Enron, you know, when all that things happened, he, I mean, not only he lost his job, but the government was coming after him, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, he was he was broke and um, came to, you know, he started like, all right, what am I going to do? And then he decided to open a distillery with no money. So he got 300 investors, uh, mainly family and friends to pitch in and open Garrison Brothers. And now it's you know one of the bigger distilleries in Texas, uh, which distributes globally. I, I learned not only the U.S., but they distribute globally. Oh, wow. Um, so it's it's a great property, good story. Master Distiller is great. He's he's part of the tour. He talks to you, and uh, he was saying I, I was telling Jake and, and Dan on the text uh, they've done one rye, and that's because Mr. Garrison hates rye, and told the Master Distiller like, okay, I'll let you do it once, <coughs> but that's it. You do it once, and that's it. And then he he called it uh, High Rye, which High is the town of. H-Y-E, High, Texas, where Garrison Brothers is. So he called his, you know, his, his rye whiskey High Rye. Um, it, yeah, uh, we didn't try it. Roberto told me, or told us in, in text that, you know, that it was only a one-time thing. I immediately went online to look <laughs> for it, and you can't find it anywhere. Yeah, that's what <laughs> the guy said. We did a thousand bottles. He said, my money is that you will never find it at a store now. Like yeah. it's it's all in secondary market now. I, I'm kind of pissed because I did see it online last year and I passed. Yeah. If I had <laughs> oh, known man. it was a for real one time thing, I <laughs> yeah. probably would have bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was really proud of it too. He's like, I, I, it was great, but you know, we only they only let me do a thousand bottles, and I guarantee you, it's not on any shelf on any store. Um, so that was good. It was a good tour. It they the only. You know, there's no tasting. You only taste one, and it's their normal sing, uh, single barrel, right off the shelf. Which you know, it's fine. It's a one ounce pour that they gave you at the end. Uh, but they have music. They have great freaking food, um, and then you can do tastings there on your own. So that was cool. Uh, second distillery was uh, Milam and Green. I had never heard of Milam and Green. I don't know if had you guys heard of it. Yeah, I got a bottle. I've been drinking quite a bit the last month. I've been trying to finish off. Yeah, Did they distribute out there in Illinois? Yeah. Yep. Sam's I, got I it. had never. Sam recommended it to me, I think, at one point. That's why I had Shit, it. Shit, man. Sure. I had never heard about it. Mine was given to me as a gift, isn't it? Yeah. I right, go ahead. 
Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I had never heard of Milan well, McQueen. Well, now, what, what were you going to say? No, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Now that you mentioned Sam, I semi-remember that he was telling us, along with other Texas whiskeys, maybe he, maybe he did, maybe I do remember that he pointed out a Milan and Green bottle. Um, yeah, because I think we were asking him about Garrison and Balcones. I think he okay. pointed to that one. I'm remembering that now. Blanco, Texas, and I remember now that I think, yeah, I wouldn't try it, I don't think. Um, but one of, one of the couples that we went with, they live one minute away from Milam Green. He actually lives at Milam and Green. <laughs> He's like every day sending pictures like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> um, small operation uh, and growing. It's growing quickly. Uh, they have a they have a, a very nice copper pot still. They have a like four level column uh, still, oh, wow. and um, in in all they're doing is whiskeys. They're not doing anything else. They're just now coming out with their own. They did MGP a lot of it. Oh, okay. uh, they some a lot of it came from MGP and Tennessee, uh, in Kentucky. But they do have their own now. Okay. And uh, I tried one of them. Their Holiday series. It is. I mean, I got a bottle, and they had three bottles left total, and I got one of them, and it was, it's absolutely amazing. It is so freaking well done. Nice. Um, so Milam and Green, great distillery. If you're in Blanco, Texas, or, or in San Antonio, it's you know 30 minutes north. Worth the time. It's an all-female, all-lady-run operation. Bartenders are all female. Everybody there is. Oh, that's you know, the joke that's... Dan was gonna make. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke. I was, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. I was gonna say I thought that was all female owned, and the, they have a female master distiller. But I was gonna female master distiller. They want to take over to the story. No, yeah. So yeah, worth the time. And then the last piece of that story, because I know we're going on like forty minutes. Um, there's a distillery. It's a micro distillery, and by micro I mean, picture the the stills from from barnstormers and they have three of those uh in a garage <laughs> but that's it's part of the texas whiskey trail uh and 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 they're pretty popular i mean and there were a decent amount of people there you can look into their operation through the window through the glass and then they have a bar with games and everything on that side um it's called chaplin and it's uh c-h-a-p-l-i-n-e and and it's really nicely done beautiful place in the texas hill country uh, so we drank some of that too, and I really enjoy their whiskeys. It's it's all their whiskeys that that they distill. Nice. So we had a good day. Yeah, we got to do a Texas tour when you guys come down. We'll start in Dallas uh, one day, TX, and uh, we'll go to what's what's out there by by Dallas. I'm blanking. Well, we we come down to Balcones. Well, TX in Waco. is in Fort Worth. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm I hear people say Dallas, and it's <laughs> it's the whole metroplex. Yeah. Uh, including Fort Worth. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It is in Fort Worth. Um, what's out there in by Dallas Fort Worth, other than I TX? That's it. Yeah. Then we I come down Waco. Sure we'll go to Balcones, and then then you come down Blanco, and then we hit all those three, and then you come San Antonio, and then we have Rebecca Creek and Devil's River. That would be a good tour. Yeah, yeah we should do it on a nice, cool August day. <laughs> you yeah. should not do it in August. <laughs> But October, though, October would be a super decent time of year to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Or November when it's freezing ass over there. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess to kind of wrap things up, I mean, these we did three harder-to-find things from Buffalo Trace. Four now. Um, four, technically, yeah. Four, yeah. Um, 
if you want to buy these things, I guess the lesson from today is just make sure you know the source very well of where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even even if you think they're um, a reputable company, there's they could possibly have some shady things going on. We're not sure if that's yeah. what's the case with Justin's House of Bourbon, but it'd be interesting to pay attention to. But again, as we've always said, just get to know your local liquor store, guys. That's yeah. your best bet to, for any of this stuff, and yeah. is to be able to find it. So, um, yeah. Roberto, I think we had a nice picture from your from your trip down to Texas. Yeah, um, and I'm not gonna Instagram. say it. But, uh, it is the most liked picture of all of our Instagrams. Well, if people, if more people want to go and like it, where can they go? So you can go to at uh, Bourbon Matters good content you know again rebecca Krieg follows now that's great i'm a big fan uh so check us out on instagram facebook go to facebook we have good stuff out there good content good whiskeys good episodes uh and then some reels we got to do reels again even if it's uh remote somehow uh, maybe we do them like this I, i've seen a bunch of people do reels in on on zoom or riverside yeah um, uh we'll have uh i'm gonna make a make clips from each episode and we'll post those so each there week you go so you there'll be a clip from from each episode so they definitely gotta follow us yeah. uh and then uh yeah we have a website but it hasn't been out i think it was it's during it's, the, it's in the works there's been stuff working in the back end it hasn't got the publishing stage during yet. the first bush administration or something it was the last time it was <laughs> updated but anyway where where's the podcast yeah, so listen to us on uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube. Uh, again, search for Bourbon Matters, uh, and you should be able to find us. Make sure you like, rate, subscribe, leave a review, all that stuff. Nice. Heck yeah. Well, guys, it was fun drinking rare bourbon with you tonight. That was super fun. Yeah. Uh, I lost you guys. I don't know what I did. I don't know where you are. Oh, we hear you. Yeah, I just don't know where the actual thing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer, try and figure out how to run your laptop. <laughs> well, good. It was good catching up. Let's yep. uh, let's go. Let's go find some good whiskeys. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cool.